go live there. Hey, welcome to Ask a Traffic Cop, that show on the internet that allows me to answer your questions about traffic, police, and stuff and things. Yesterday we talked about donuts at great length, or at least more than I had ever anticipated. Maybe that's not true. I've talked about donuts at great length before. Hope you're doing well. Uh, This is a show that will be interesting today because we have Jerry Agar from Newstalk 1010 joining us at 1035. So uh, if you want to hear live Toronto broadcast of uh, stuff and things, well, stay tuned till then because 1035 is when he'll join. And uh, what else is going on? I, I, It's halfway through the week. Very exciting. At least I'm excited because we're the halfway point. You know, it's, it's the hump day. It's, it's, we're, on, we're on the downward slide to Friday. Good things happen on Friday. As in, I get to stay home on Saturday. Anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, who's here saying hello. Akilah Draconis has a canceled meeting, and he gets to stay here for the entire show. Excellent, excellent. Glad to have you, as per usual. Uh, he's already sent his dad joke, his yogi quote, so we're, we're good to go. Got it in the bank. If you have a dad joke, we like to read dad jokes at the end of the show. Send them along. Now, we are broadcasting on a bunch of different platforms right now, and you're probably on one of them if you're watching this. We're on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and, of course, the platform formerly known as Twitter, now called X. If you are on any of those platforms, we can actually hear from you. Oh, I'm hearing this, the, the, the feedback. Hang on one second. I just realized that we might... Oh, I'm hearing myself through this. Okay. I had uh, TikTok open on my phone. I'm hearing the, the faint echo. My own self, my own voice coming back at me. Uh, and that's not good because I didn't understand why it was not what I was... Anyway, long story short, I turned it off. It works. If you, Regardless of the platform, we can hear from you. But the cool thing is that uh, the platform called X actually integrates now. Let's do a little test. Let's go in and go into X and... Uh, <laughs> Where is it? Uh, ask a traffic cop there. Going in. Hello. Let's do the test to make sure it's working. Is it? Is it? Is it? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. We'll know in a moment. Hey, it worked. That's me. Voiceover cop right there. So if you've got questions on X, feel free to jump in. All right. Another thing that's cool. After this is episode is done... I will be downloading it and then sharing it on podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts. Some of them are shutting down, like Google Podcasts. They're not, they're not a thing anymore. I think they've actually shut down already. In any case, uh, you can listen to us, not live, but shared after the fact whenever you want because we've got so much content uh, to keep you busy. Let me close the app because I don't want to actually hear myself. Let's get back into the chat and see who's here and what's shaken. We've got Tim Shallow who says, good morning, Sean. Liz says, good morning. Tian Lun, is it Tian Luan saying good morning? I said your name once properly, I think. I don't know if I if I continue to, to say it correctly. Uh, Jordan LaDuke says, uh, good morning, Sean. Uh, Liz, oh, I'm sorry to hear this. Uh, Liz says, uh, staying at home today due to a WSIB injury. Good news is I get to watch the show. Awesome. We're so happy to have you here. I need coffee. One second here. Mm-mm-mm. I had my Nespresso on overdrive this morning. Okay. Avandro your, uh, says your Brazilian fan is watching again. Rusty Shackleford has his first has the first question of the day. 
Uh, let's flag that. I don't see any TikTok. Let me double check the TikTok is, uh, yeah, people are in here. We've got a couple of good mornings. I don't see the TikTok channel linking properly. Of course, that's a problem. But we do have JD, uh, who is, it's not transcribing. Okay, so JD, if you would be so kind, if you can uh, take questions from TikTok, and, and perfect, thank you so much. I got a little side chat here. Uh, yeah, so I can't see you built in, because it takes, it's it just every day it's a new day. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Restream's working on it. We don't know what the story is. What time is it now? Six minutes in. I'll let them know. And what else can I tell you? They'll do the questions. Okay, we'll get into Vision Zero Enforcement Team, and then we'll continue along with stuff and things. Also, interesting developments. I was chatting with a friend of mine from the Ministry of Transportation this morning, the NTO Enforcement Unit, and we were talking about emissions because, you know, Chase said uh, yesterday that something was repealed, and it was. And we'll talk about it in just a little bit. Uh, Vision Zero. All right, let's talk about Vision Zero. Vision Zero is a group of officers who go out every day working diligently to change driver behavior. They are focused on the big four and they, they go and focus in different areas of the city every day because they gotta share the love. What are they looking for? Speeders, aggressive drivers, distracted drivers, impaired drivers. And those particular behaviors are known to lead to serious injury and death on our roads. That is why the focus is on them. Makes sense, right? They are in 14 division and 53 division today. That's Ossington, Annex, Little Italy, uh, Young and Eglinton, Rosedale, Leaside, neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play. And by the way, those are the hashtags that were popular in relation to neighborhoods in those divisions. That's why I chose them. If you think other divisions or neighborhoods or hashtags would be more appropriate to represent the community, well, let me know. Send me a message. You can follow us at Traffic Services on Twitter, Traffic Services Toronto on Instagram. Uh, you can get us on Facebook. Listen, you want to find all of our social media because you want to follow us everywhere? Please go to trafficcop.ca and subscribe everywhere. Share our stuff. We'd love to hear from you. And also, if you're watching on TikTok, please, please, please hit the screen. Show us the likes to help the algorithm know that you're watching and that we're worthy of sharing. Um, my wife was watching yesterday and said, you know, they're watching lots of viewers, but no one's hitting the likes. So please, like the like the live, help share it. Uh, if you tap the screen until your fingers go numb, we know you've done all you can, and we appreciate you. Otherwise, just please follow, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff, whatever platform you're on. Uh, we are appreciative of you sharing time with us. Uh, let's see here. So a question from, I'm not going to try and pronounce your name, but they're coming from Instagram. I have questions why police not charge drivers for turn right in front of buses. Is crazy now in Hamilton, special in Tim Hortons. So I'm assuming you mean that a bus is stopped servicing a stop and someone is turning right, making a right turn in front of them. That's an improper turn. Unless they can enter the lane in front of the bus and make the turn safely, they're turning improperly. Not in, uh, it could be not in safety, but definitely it's improper to make a right turn across the bus lane into the uh, the other street. So that's a problem. Don't do that. That's not what's supposed to happen. Now, Rusty, I said you were the first one, and then I didn't read your question. That's wrong of me. Let me get back into, this, into the queue here. Uh, here's a question about your career. What is your most memorable call you've ever been on from patrol, traffic, or any investigative role you've ever had? It's been a long time since somebody has actually asked me about something like this. I'm not prepared. Hmm. Well, I can tell you that the most, the, the, the event that meant the most to me, that, that has had the most significant memories that were positive, was definitely working the Invictus Games in 2017. I worked as on the motor squad uh, with a team of officers from the OPP. Uh, it was, we had... Motor squads from all over coming to that, that joined us to help move uh, 
these amazing people, these talented uh, soldiers who had gone and, uh, you know, represented their countries and then came back with injuries, whether them be physical or, uh, or otherwise, and then got involved with sport and competition. And they were just amazing people, heroes. And I got a chance to meet so many of them and be part of their lives for a short time. But that was a very rewarding experience. In terms of specific calls, I don't know. I have to really think about it. There's, there's, there's moments and glimmers, but uh, the, the, the Invictus Games was a huge thing for me. Okay. Okay, Dr. Nick says, yesterday you said that you don't release footage or details of arrests or cases that are before the court. So how come York Regional Police is able to do that with so many examples of their socials? Uh, we don't. Uh, they do. I, we're different organizations. Uh, it's not that we can't, as we don't. I, I did, I, did I say can't? I think I said don't. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we could, but we don't. Policy. I'd love to see it change because I'd love to share that kind of stuff. Uh, it's also possible that the footage that they're sharing might be dated. Like maybe it's not before the courts anymore because it's, it's rare that uh, uh, we would put things that could jeopardize the case. I'm, I'm just guessing out there, putting it out there. Maybe. Don't know. But, like I said, I'd love to share that kind of stuff. Hillary Patel says, hey, good morning, quick question. How much can you lower your car? So, good question. Generally speaking, I'm, I'm told it's a, it's a three-inch uh, situation. But we don't look at that. What we do look at is the distance between your headlights to the ground, because that's a violation. It takes you out of the game. Uh, I believe it's, it's another 50. I've got to look up the number. I've got a bunch of, oh, hold on, I've got it right here. Was looking where I put this. So if your headlights, the center of your headlights are less than 22 inches from the ground or more than 54 inches from the ground, they are not lawful. So that would take you out of service for being unsafe. That's one way, but also when more frequently, more regularly, is we're looking at tire rub. If there's contact with the body or frame at any point, uh, so that's, we have you turn your wheels lock to lock in both directions. Uh, we're looking for evidence of any contact. Any contact would take you out of the game. We'd make you an unsafe vehicle. We'd take your plates. What else can we tell you? Hmm. What else are we looking for? Suspension, if it's not functional, if it's if it's rigid, it's no longer uh, got play in it, that would take you out of the game. Yeah, there's a bunch of things, but it's not a specific distance. Now, there's also people who do really silly things like cutting springs instead of getting proper lowering kits, and you can lower just needs to be in a, in, done properly while taking all those other things into consideration. All right. Good morning, op, uh, oh, Corey says, good morning, Officer Sean. Uh, and good morning to you, Corey. Then Chase says, if someone blasted through a red light at an intersection with a red light camera and struck a vehicle, does that footage get transmitted to the police report or the insurance company? Uh, the ticket would be, it's still photos. I don't believe it's, it's video. So video would be great. I'd love to see video of all sorts of things. Uh, but my understanding is the if, if the ticket was issued, if it was generated, it would be sent. And we always try and look. I've had people who ran, uh, and I've pulled footage from them running the cameras, or at least tried to. I say footage, uh, frames uh, to, to gather. But in terms of recording of the event, I don't think that's, uh, I think it's only still. I actually went to... Uh, I, I saw a guy servicing a red light camera years ago in 12 Division. I pulled over to ask some questions because I'm interested in stuff. I'm a geek. And they pulled out an SD card. These things are locally stored from my understanding. It's pretty cool. So I don't think an SD card would be able to support full-fledged uh, full video. But technology may have changed since then. It was a while ago. It's, it's 
wow, how long ago? It was like, that would have been 2000, I'm guessing 2013, 2014. Uh, really? Matthew Amos says, hey, Sean, did you hear America's Most Wanted with John Walsh is coming back on Fox? And I just wanted to tell it's back. Thanks, Matthew. Well, I did not know that, but now I will have to tune in and watch that. That's very cool. Good to know. Uh, Brandon says, good morning to the good cop. Well, there's lots of good cops. I'm just one of them. Uh, let's see here. If you... <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. Rusty says, uh, if you go back to my question, focus on the positive ones. The public doesn't need to know about those that are negative. Uh, but if you ever want to chat about them, there's a beer waiting for me in Ottawa. Awesome. Thanks, Rusty. I appreciate it. Uh, I, uh, I There's lots of positive. I just... It's funny. I... Uh, all these things get filed away and they're never at the tip of my tongue for, for discussion, but I, I appreciate that. Uh, Michael Waves, good morning to you. Josh Tao says, being a while, good sir, I passed one of those overhead digital Ontario signs of the 401 and it says, enter left lane only for passing. Is that lane only for passing now? Can't do 100 with cars behind. So here's the deal. Their wording, I don't know what their motivation is for that particular wording, and it's always it, it may not be from law, it may be from their advertising spin, but slower traffic should be caving to the right. There's actually law that supports that, that slower moving traffic should stay to the right. The intention behind it is that slower traffic than the speed limit should be staying to the right, because obviously nobody can lawfully go above the speed limit except police, fire, and ambulance. And there are conditions for the, that as well. Police can do it any time in the lawful execution of their duties, while fire and ambulance have to be going to an active call, transporting uh, a patient, and so on. So they have conditions we don't, or at least less so. Um, no, if, if there's traffic, everyone's going below the speed limit. That's a different story because that changes the dynamics. But it wasn't intended to allow speeders to speed. If you look at Europe, they are really, really good at staying to the right except to pass. And who are you passing? You're passing people who are going less than the speed limit. Now, I go the speed limit on the highway. I go the speed limit everywhere. And oddly enough, I'm the slowest moving car on the road. Sometimes, sometimes, rarely, there's someone slower than me where I actually pass them and then get back into the right after them. And uh, OPP, for the interests of safety, will ticket people who are camping in the left lane and making people go around them. Now, if I'm on the road, if I was patrolling today and I saw someone go around someone who was traveling lawfully at the speed limit, I would charge that person, you know, because they're speeding. All right. Can I use my Alberta registered car in Ontario if it has a radar detector, laser jammers installed, laser jammer and detector is perfectly legal in Alberta. King 5K needs to know this. It's not lawful here. And if you come here with that equipment, you're tra transporting it here, you're, uh, you're possibly using it here. Well, using it for sure is illegal regardless. But if you even have it here, it is against the law. Now, what are the odds of us realizing that you have it if it's not active? It's probably low. Uh, if you have it in your window, it's going to be a hint. If we see it, we're obviously going to come and take it. And you would lose it because it's not lawful here. It's just like saying guns are, are legal in the States. Can I just bring it into Canada? Well, no, we have different laws here. So if you're coming into the province, you would also be subject to our provincial laws. And we would seize it if we knew it was there. So my only advice is make sure you don't use it and we never find out about it. Otherwise, search, seizure, and charges. We apply. Uh, what do we got here? Brian Gillis says, dash cams are invaluable nowadays for the cost. It is so worth it. I am... 
possibly the world's biggest proponent of dash cams. I think everyone should have them. I think manufacturers sh should include them in every vehicle. They, sh they should black box that stuff. Now, I have one, and I've spent a lot of money on mine. You don't have to spend a lot of money on yours. I think 30 to $50 on Amazon will get you a device that will do what it's intended to. It doesn't have to do it in 4K like mine does, but it'll get you something. And all you need to do is be able to get enough evidence to support what happened as an independent picture version of the events because oddly enough people always say they're innocent and if you really are you need independent witness or video to support that in, in unless the evidence is clear and the evidence is not always clear okay brandon wants to know about our fleet do we have snow tires on them uh, also, I hope you have an awesome day and stay safe. Thank you, Brandon. I appreciate that. In terms of snow tires, we do not. We use it all seasons. And uh, I kind of wish we had them, but we also have an enormous fleet. And that comes with enormous expenses if we want to put snow tires on them. And people get upset. Well, you tell us that snow tires are good. They are. And snow tires are safer. They are. And we are dealing with budget issues. And I imagine getting more cops on the road is more important than tires. And I, and I get that. Now, we have to drive within the conditions. We can't go super fast on, in fact, no one can go super fast on snow tires either. They're not meant for that. And with super cold temperatures like we have today, snow tires give you more traction, more grip, longer to lower temperatures than regular tires, but no tire is going to have great traction in these ridiculously cold weather situations. Brian says, oh, by the way, and good morning, Sean. Good morning to you, too. Uh, Kayla says, I remember that not long ago, our RLCs were still using film packs. Really? Red light cameras with film packs. Very interesting. I didn't know they had film packs. I mean, that makes sense. How do you test someone who's suspected of driving high? That's a good question. So there's a couple of things. If we think they're impaired by drug, we'll arrest them. We'll make a demand to bring them before a drug recognition expert. And uh, then they take over, and those officers are capable of determining what types of drugs this person is on. Now, if it's something where it's a commercial vehicle uh, driver and it is someone who has a zero alcohol or drug uh, condition, well, we have devices that will check for marijuana and cocaine. Uh, we can do a buccal swab. Uh, it, you know, that's something that we don't have to necessarily, if they're not impaired, they just have it in their system. They'd be violating and they'd get, uh, you know, suspension and charges for that. If we're talking about, uh, if we if there's something going on but we don't know it's drugs or alcohol, we could do a roadside, um, what's it called? A, well, mental moment. What is it called? Oh, drawing a blank. It's a thing. Yeah. I can't believe I can't remember what it's called. You have those moments. Standard field sobriety testing. That's what it's called. Took a second. Yeah, so uh, our officers are standard field sobriety qualified, uh, so that might give us suspicion to to go to the next step if we if we don't, uh, or the grounds I should say to go to the next step. But if someone is is completely out of it and there's no smell of alcohol, arresting them for uh, impaired by drug would be reasonable. Of course, we also want to rule out medical. There's a whole bunch of things to, to play, but uh, yeah, drug recognition experts, field sobriety, roadside screening devices, all sorts of things are, are options, and it all depends. Alex uh, Gauthier says, thank you to the TSV Motor Squad for attending retired PC Mike Stoker's funeral in Guelph on the 10th of August. Respect. My old unit, that Motor Squad, is 
amazing. There are a great cr- a bunch of people who do amazing things and uh, paying respects to uh, our uh, fallen officers, uh, to our retired or active. Uh, they, they do a great, they do great work. They do uh, great honor on behalf of the service. So thank you for the thank you. I will pass that along. In fact, I'm going to take a picture and text the chat group. Right, come on, picture. Where's my picture? Boom, boom, boom. There, I'm sending it to the chat group once I'm finished with the live. Uh, Big Mac Gamer, what if you have to park your car on the road? Hold on, is that the one I put on the screen? Well, you asked it twice. Uh, what if you have to park your car on the road, but you have to park it kind of up on the snow so you're not blocking the road? Is that allowed? Being on the snow is not specifically illegal. Uh, you may have watched the uh, uh, the video I put up this morning on TikTok where someone was, um, hmm, driving through snowbanks because they were having fun. Uh, that that could be careless driving. Uh, that could be very dangerous. Uh, back in the day, I used to, like, make snow forts out of those banks. If someone was driving through them, they would have run me over. It would have been a bad day at the office for everybody. Uh, now, if we're talking about parking with your tires a little bit on the snow, not on the sidewalk, not on the grass, not on the, 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 the what's called boulevard, but just in the snow, not, not specifically illegal. It just, you know, hopefully you don't damage your vehicle or you <laughs> get stuck. Uh, AR says, do, or asks, do speed cameras only take pictures of the cars going the same way? It's pointed at back plates, or does it capture both ways of traffic, front and back plates? Well, I hope it's only from back, because yesterday I was driving, and I went from a 50 to a 40 zone. I didn't pay attention, and I then saw the camera going, well, how fast am I going? And I was doing, like, 45. Uh, so fortunately, I don't think I met the threshold to trigger the camera, but that gave me the whole thought process of, I wonder if that would actually get me, because it was oncoming. Anyway, long story short is, I understand that it's rear plates, which would make sense. But I don't know for certain. And every jurisdiction has different equipment and different rules and, and policies. So I don't, we don't manage it. I understand. And maybe Akela can chime in if he knows. But I think it's rear plate only. That doesn't stop them from having multiple cameras. Okay. AK. Can multiple vehicles enter an intersection when making a left-hand turn? Here's the deal. You should only enter the intersection if you have a reasonable ability to leave that intersection. So the problem with multiple vehicles is somebody inevitably gets caught where they cannot cross the appropriate line when turning. They cannot enter or exit the intersection. They're stuck. So the first car clears, and then the second car, they're stuck blocking traffic. Now they're eligible for charges. You're obligated to be able to exit that intersection after that light changes. So could you? Potentially, if it's a big intersection, it's possible that more than one can charge the intersection. I, I don't mean charge like 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 charge. I mean charge like load. Um, I don't think there's anything specifically written in the law that prevents it. But again, you, if you get caught there, you're interfering with traffic. You're failing to clear a signalized intersection. It's a problem. <laughs> AR says, oh, hang on, we'll come back. But AR asks the same question a couple of times and then says, Guys, we need to answer my question, please. <laughs> it's just about time. It's nothing personal. Uh, we, we're not fast here. We're, we're taking it slow. Uh, by the way, my name is Sean Shapiro, police constable with the Toronto Police Service, and I go live on social media weekdays from 10 to 11, sometimes 11.30, sometimes till 12. We try and give you as much time and value as we can, but uh, sometimes we can't. Today, in about 10 minutes, we'll be live with Jerry Agar on News Talk 1010. Jerry is the host of the Jerry Agar Show on News Talk 1010. He'll be tuning in to us. We'll be connecting live. You'll hear him. He'll hear us. 
and everyone will be happy. I imagine people will be calling into the show and uh, asking questions. I know this because that's what happens. Now, if you want to call in, 416-872-1010, talk to Control and say, I got a question for Jerry and Sean, and they will actually keep you on hold, put you on the air with us. If you want to text your questions in, it's 71010. Of course, you can also just hang out here and we'll take those questions here. Whatever makes you happy. All right, let's get back to the questions. King 5K wants to know, uh, does TPS use helicopters like York Regional Police does? We sample tested, had uh, a couple helicopters a number of years ago. We do not have them anymore. I think people complained that they were too noisy. Yeah, that was a thing. So now when we need one, we phone a friend. We call York Regional Police. We call Hamilton or Halton or whoever has it or, that are our neighbors and say, can we borrow a bird? And they will, they will bill us for the time that we use it. And uh, that's how it works. So we have access to them. If we need them, we will use them. And uh, if we don't, we don't. If we don't need them, we don't use them. Okay. John Franklin, coming in through Facebook. What if you have to park your car on the road, but you have to park it? We just talked about this one. Kind of park it up on the snow so you're not blocking the road. So, again, you, you, you can't drive onto the boulevard, but you can have your tires up on snow. You just might get stuck. Corey wants to know, as a media relations officer, do you still have a lot of paperwork? Oh, my. So, first of all, you have to know that policing is paperwork. What you see in the movies is simply not real. Like, they have 99.9% fun and adventure and bad guys and car chases. We don't do that. We do 10%, maybe 2%, maybe 1%. The, 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 the exciting stuff is much less. Uh, much, much less. And what we do primarily is report writing and uh, investigations that are paperwork-based. Uh, I can't tell you how uh, enormous some of the reports are that are generated out of what we do. Uh, yeah. we. If you And then if you get into stuff like recon, reconstruction units, they're producing like reports that take six months to produce of, of, of work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of paperwork. And, and what I do, aside from being on camera... And talking to you is research and uh, developing training material and planning events like we're doing the auto show. I I'm, I'm a busy guy. I do a lot of stuff. And a lot of it, if not most of it, is paperwork. Okay. AR says, thanks for answering. You're my, uh, my pleasure. Uh, is it Leela or Lila? Leela. Let's see. A friend got pulled over for going 50 over and only got a warning. Should she have gotten a ticket? Yes. Uh, now, here's the thing. Well, 50, a ticket for sure. 50 over, they should have had a suspension and their vehicle should have been seized and impounded. Uh, a lot of things should have happened. And if they were in Toronto, I doubt, well, I, I imagine they weren't in Toronto because for sure here, I, I like to believe that all of our officers would have charged your friend uh, because it's such egregious driving. There's no excuse for 50 over. In fact, if they were doing 40 over in a speed uh, area with a speed limit under 80 kilometers an hour, that would have been stunt at 40 over. So, yeah, 30-day suspension, 14-day vehicle impound. And, and then when they got to court, they would have been looking at a two to $10,000 fine and up to six months in jail, along with a one- to three-year driving suspension or prohibition after the fact. So, yeah, your friend should have been charged. And if they didn't, maybe that officer didn't feel confident of the number. Maybe the number that they had was an estimate. I, I don't know. I can't, I'm trying to find an excuse as to why they wouldn't have charged your friend. 
Akela says, this is probably in relation to cameras facing places. As I understand, automated cameras are on rear plates since many may not have front plates from out of province and tech is sold to all jurisdictions in North America. Well, there you go. You have somebody who works in the industry telling you that it's rear plate. Good to know. Chase says, New York only requires a car driver's license to operate a Vespa. No special training or designation. Would they be allowed to drive in Ontario? No, they would not. In the province of Ontario, a Vespa requires an automobile license, period. If you're operating here, you need to be appropriately licensed. So uh, they would not have the designation to operate a motorcycle here. And a Vespa is classified as a motorcycle here. And I heard a chirp, which means control is coming in. Electric to Renforth, right lane blocked to the stall. Up in the I'm clicking, but I, there we go. Hey, how you doing? I've got you unmuted if you, if you want to try audio check. I'm, t I'm assuming that means you hey, don't want to try out of your check. Oh, he says, yeah, just a second. Okay. Oh, I got to change this. I've got you loud and clear. Cool. Let's try it one more time because I had my uh, I had my connection set to my big speakers and not my headphones. No worries. Uh, checking in. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. It's good. Thanks so much. Excellent. Do you want to leave us uh, without the feed? I will wait for you to chime in. Sounds good. Awesome. Okay. Perfecto. So in just four minutes, we're going to go on with Jerry Agar. I will put up the artwork for that segment. Boom. And a reminder that if you want to call in, 416-872-1010 is the number, or text your questions to 71010. All right. Uh, so good question for you. Uh, a good question from Chase. Uh, it, it complicates things, doesn't it? You're, you're, especially if you're driving here on a license that doesn't qualify you. Yeah, we would not accept it. But I'm, I'm sure that happens a lot. I'm sure that happens where people think they can do things and then can't. By the way, uh, years ago, you didn't need a motorcycle license for many things in Ontario. Um, mopeds were G-Class license. They've changed. Now they need motorcycle license. Things change all the time. That's why this channel is so important because we talk to you about what's happening today. And Chase, I don't know if you were around earlier when I said you were right. The repeal in 2020, uh, EPA got uh, combined with the HTA, and I have some new charges to talk to you about, so we'll talk about that after we get off the air with Jerry, because I think that's important. And if I don't, please somebody remind me. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Another, okay, so here's another fact. This I actually knew about. Akela says, also of note, most of the automated cameras are processed through the City of Toronto's Automated Enforcement Department. I knew that because I made an episode with the team from the Automated Enforcement Unit of the City of Toronto, and you want to watch that episode by going to TPS Traffic Jam. You can find links to it if you go to trafficop.ca. But, yeah, you can uh, you, you hear about all sorts of stuff about things and stuff and stuff and things related to automated enforcement, both red light and speed. Ah, Sergeant Kraft is saying hello from Barbados. I, I, I wonder where you're catching Wi-Fi. That's the whole thing. When you're, when you're cruising around, uh, you, you have to catch Wi-Fi where you can. And I'm honored that you would invest time on the, on the show that you had a hand in creating. Uh, and, and by the way, News Talk says, Barbados, stop bragging. There you have it, Serge. Nobody wants to hear about how nice the sunshine is on this less than magical day in Toronto. <laughs> but I do hope you're doing well. Uh, he, oh, he, oh, there he is. Now he's rubbing it in. No snow issues here. <laughs> and how fast can I go on a jet ski? Hey, be careful on jet skis. Those are dangerous. You could bump your head on the water. 
Seriously though, I, I I was in I was in Mexico or the, maybe it was the Dominican years and years ago, and and people from Ontario, I think they were from Aurora, uh, got into a head-on collision on the water. They had rented jet skis, and then they were like held captive. They were they kept their passports. It was a whole big thing. Charged them thousands of dollars for repair. It was it was a bad thing. I don't know if that's still the kind of kind of scammy operating. You got to make sure it's insured in a in a proper organization if you're renting. But anyway, that's just my tidbit about jet skis in other countries. Okay. Uh, boom, boom, boom. What is the punishment for having a G2 and driving a car with no insurance? <laughs> so if you own a vehicle, because it's the, the, it's the person in charge of the vehicle who owns it who would be charged for permit or cause uh, a, a vehicle to be driven on the road without insurance. It is five to $25,000 and up to six months in jail on the first conviction. So, so don't do that. Uh, the one, the, the base requirement is have insurance. There's like a $2 million potential for you to be sued personally if you're driving it. Personally, as a driver, you could be charged for driving without, uh, not, for the, not, that, not for driving without insurance, but for the cause, uh, the damages that you've caused. That's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, just a bad day at the office. Don't do it. Okay. Uh, we're about that time, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay quiet for a second. Here we go. Gary Agar continues. <laughs> Hello. Sean, good morning. Good morning to you. You know, as often happens, um, John Moore seems, uh, you know, pretty curious about what goes on in traffic because every time I tell him that you're coming on, he comes up with a question. Uh, so, uh, so here's what he was talking about this morning. Traffic light on the end of my street that I live on that is usually red when I arrive, and then I have to wait for the traffic signal to get onto Avenue Road. Yeah, and I can if if I obey the law, I can wait three minutes for right. that freaking right. signal with not a single car going by. Like I said, if Sean wants to stake out the corner and hand me a ticket, I sometimes take a left on a red light. What he's asking, Sean, is there's literally nobody. The light takes forever. Why can't he just go? Well, the law doesn't give any exemption to go when it's safe. It's it's to wait until it turns green. Uh, now, we, as, as motorcycle riders, know the, the issues surrounding the induction coils that don't don't work. Is it induction coils? It's, uh, whatever the coils are in the road uh, yeah. that, uh, that trip when a large vehicle disrupts the magnetic field. Sometimes they don't work properly, and that's when you are waiting a, a super long time. Uh, I would talk to your, your local... Uh, member of uh, of parliament or counselor and and let them know you can call 311 and complain about it too because three minutes seems to be a very long time and i, I appreciate that that feels terrible he's more lawful to make a lawful right turn and a u-turn that would be legal but the left turn on a red uh, is good for a, for a charge of proceed before green uh, if they are uh, not if they're stopping and uh, of course running a red light if they don't stop yeah, well, somebody sent in that question. We have talked about it before, but I, people are still confused by it. And it is when you're on a motorcycle and the light won't change because you don't have enough mass in order to get the thing. And to, uh, it's not legal to take the left turn, but you can take the right and do a U-turn. And that's generally what I do. It's the safest way to avoid problems. Uh, and I would certainly be that squeaky wheel when talking to the city about getting that fixed for him. Here is Doug from Rockwood. What's your question, Doug? 
Yeah, hi, good morning, fellas. Uh, okay, so um, my uh, we, we think it's my daughter, but uh, she was driving in our wife's car, and uh, we received a photo radar ticket in the mail, uh, and then it's issued to the licensor, I guess, of the vehicle, so my wife's name is on the vehicle. Now, what we're wondering is if our daughter is, say, she's a 16-year-old uh, you know, student, can she plead guilty with an explanation and have the fine reduced? Um, like, we do believe that this is a good learning lesson. Um, we don't want her speeding. Um, but the ticket, I think it, with the victim surcharge, comes to $220. Are we able or is she able to, first of all, say, yes, it was me driving because the ticket came to my wife? And then is she able to plead guilty to get that possibly reduced? So it wouldn't be her, even though she could go and represent your your, your wife who owns the vehicle, because the the vehicle or the ticket is issued to the vehicle owner. It's an owner responsibility charge, not like a regular red light or speeding camera uh, that's issued to the driver. So there's no demerit points. There's no consequence to the driver's license, uh, but there's a fine. Now you could go and uh, to the courts and say uh, it's my car. Uh, I, I'm willing to pay for it, but I have financial difficulty, and they can reduce or give you time to pay. But uh, guilty with an explanation doesn't really doesn't really exist. You're either guilty or you're not guilty. The guilty with an explanation is really a uh, is asking for forgiveness after you take responsibility, and that, that's up to the courts as to what they would do. But but the your daughter going on on your behalf, it's still even though she was the one driving, it's still your wife's ticket. Thanks, Doug. Okay, uh, thank you. All right, appreciate it. Here's a text question at seven ten ten. Is it legal? to travel with a photocopy of my car's registration. Reason the person wants to do this, Sean, is a lot of cars are being stolen these days, and so this person wants to keep the original documents at home and travel with a photocopy. Perfectly legal. Uh, you know, it was a really big thing back uh, when we had to actually renew them and get those validation stickers on them. Uh, but it, the law says as long as you have a valid true copy, which means a copy of both sides of that uh, plate portion and ownership uh, portion, uh, then it's perfectly legitimate. And I do the same thing. I don't keep my originals in the vehicle because I don't want someone to break into my car, take that vehicle uh, document, sign it over to themselves, and then fraudulently st- well, steal my car and change the ownership without my being part of it. Yeah, they can't change the ownership by using a photocopy. Right. All right. Uh, you can't, you cannot, this is not a traffic thing, take a photocopy of your passport to the airport. They won't accept that. Oddly enough, they're pretty sticky about those things. And, and frankly, <laughs> you, you can't have a photocopy or a photo on your phone of your driver's license. And in terms of your insurance documents, you can either have the original pink slip. Uh, you get that 30-day grace period with the uh, with the PDF uh, or, or mailed version uh, or faxed version. Does anyone still have a fax machine? And then uh, there is now the ability under uh, Ontario law to provide an electronic version of your, your insurance documents but that's only through a verified app that is provided by your insurance provider. It's not uh, just you know going through your, your photo album. Um, the answer to your question about the fax machine is yes, the uh, pharmacies, because that's how they communicate with doctors. There you go. It's well, doctors, weird. you can't even read their writing. Okay, so uh, another question by text. We have a few minutes here, 416-872-1010 or 877 On a license plate, if the letters and numbers have peeled off, is it illegal to paint them back on? 
So it's funny. We have talked about this before because someone, I think, an older chap tried this, uh, and it looked great. Sadly, it is modifying a plate, and it is an arrestable offense. It is against the law. So the intention to make it look better is appreciated lawfully, or it's not lawful. So take it in, either replace it under warranty within five years, and it'll be no charge to exchange, or if it's over five years, uh, they will charge you $52. It used to be so cheap. It was like 15 bucks. Now it's 52 also, if your if your plate starts with B, there's a series that were good uh, that were acknowledged by the government as being defective, and they've extended those replacement times. So I've had people seven or eight years later still getting them for free. Okay, so uh, it's the letter B, as in Bob. Yes, B Bravo. Okay, if the lanes are closed on a highway for an accident, can I go in the carpool lane to avoid and keep moving? Generally speaking, we are going to be closing all lanes and not allowing anything through. Uh, but, yeah, unless you're directed by police to use that lane and you, if you don't qualify, uh, you don't qualify. So uh, if we've closed everything off, we're likely going to be directing all traffic into that lane if that's what our plan is. But take direction from police. They're either going to have you get off at a prior, a prior exit or they're going to feed everybody to the same area. Well, and speaking of directing people, somebody uh, wrote in and wanted to know whether somebody who just uh, puts on a vest and, and is directing traffic, you see this in construction sites sometimes, really has the authority to do that. Flag persons who are traffic uh, trained and are, are actually holding that sign that says stop or yield or stop or slow, that's the only thing they can do. They can't direct traffic beyond it. They can't have you go through, uh, you know, signalized intersections against the light. Uh, they have a very limited uh, set of things that they can do. Traffic wardens, however, are special constables trained by the Toronto Police and are totally capable of directing traffic. They're uniform members. Uh, it's not just a, wearing a vest at a construction site. Uh, and then there's police officers. Really, those are the only people who can direct traffic. Now, here's another question. If you only have your G2 and you hit a car in a parking lot, should you go through your insurance or just pay for the damages directly? So whether or not you pay for the damages or use your insurance, that's a separate question. It's, it's, it's up to you. In terms of whether or not it has to be reported to the Ministry of Transportation uh, or by police, reported to police, is going to be whether or not the damage total is over $2,000. Whether you choose to make a claim is separate. But if it's over $2,000, you're required by law to make a report. And, of course, regardless of the, the value of the damage, you're going to need to exchange information. Uh, with the other driver. Uh, some people, uh, you know, worry about what What if there was alcohol or criminality? Well, those things police need to be attending. If there's alcohol involved, criminality involved, uh, the other person doesn't have a license. Like those, those times you, you call police. All right. If I got in a little minor fender bender and I thought we could handle it, but then I, you know, I thought I smelled booze on the breath of the other person, I'm calling the cops. Absolutely. And, and we need to respond to investigate that. Okay, uh, can a cop in his personal vehicle get a camera ticket? Oh, yes. Uh, police can get <laughs> If we trigger a camera, uh, we have to justify what we were doing. So whether it was a personal car or a police car, uh, we're going to be investigated for that. And if we can't justify what we were doing, we're going to also be responsible for internal discipline. So, yeah, we, we, we do things by the book. And does that discipline happen? Because you know there are people listening, Sean, who are going, yeah, yeah, they look after each other. Well, I can tell you that a friend of mine responding to an emergency call leaving the police station, officer assist, ran a stop sign. Our, our supervisors regularly review our dash cameras and our body cameras. That officer got a four-hour uh, ding on their they, – they had to pay four hours of pay for running that stop sign. Wow. That was his discipline. All right. Good to talk to you. You're continuing on TikTok? All the way to 11, maybe a little longer. Okay. At Traffic Services. Thanks, Sean.
Always a pleasure. Take care. This is the iHeartRadio Talk Network. Okay. That is, it, it, I, I say it every time. I always have fun when we connect with Jerry. It's always interesting to hear what the radio audience wants to know about. And sometimes that radio audience is made up of people from our stream who, you know, call in. So uh, thanks for uh, sticking it out for the few minutes that we were actually uh, ignoring the chat. And thanks to you, Control. Take care. We'll see you next time. A couple of weeks from now, we'll be back. And uh, yeah, let's get back into things that you want to talk about right here on Traffic services, ask a traffic cop. Uh, oh, we got a thumbs up. Oddly enough, thumbs up emoji came out as thumbs up emoji <laughs> in the chat. It translated the emoji. All right. Scrolling to figure out where we were left off. Uh, we talked about the insurance. Okay, here we go. Matthew Amos says, hey, Sean, here is everything you need to know about America's Most Wanted is coming back. I will check it out. Thanks for the link. I will uh, absolutely check it out. There's so much good TV coming out. Steve Barber says, what authority do you use to remove plates for window tints that are too dark? So if it is simply obscuring the interior of a motor vehicle, which is, means I can't see, but it, we don't think it's below the threshold of safety, that's going to be a $110 ticket. If we, it could be another $110 ticket if we think it's above the threshold of safety, but significantly obscuring the driver's ability to see out the window because of atmospheric conditions. In other words, if it's really dark outside, and I can't see you. I can't identify who's or describe who's behind the wheel. It's too dark. Even if daytime would leave it not too dark because atmospheric conditions are not taken into consideration when we talk about safety, at least not when day and night are different. I'm going down a rabbit hole and confusing matters. If I can't see you day or night, it's a problem. Now, if we're talking about so dark that there were limo privacy tint on a front window or if there's any tint on a windshield, your plates are coming off because that is a situation where it is more than 30% light blockage and your vehicle wouldn't pass safety. You couldn't apply for license plates to put that vehicle on the road. Thus, it is unsafe for the road. We'll pull your license plates. You'll have to then go get a safety inspection done and reapply for new plates. Yes. All right, scrolling back because there's a whole bunch of stuff here. Come on, where are we? <laughs> I see a message from... All right. Uh, okay, so Lay it's Layla. Not Leela, uh, it's Layla. Well, now we got it right. If someone stunt drove in a rented or borrowed car and they fled from police, but you apprehend them weeks later, do you still impound the other party's vehicles? If we can tie that to the event, yes, we would still impound that vehicle. The weeks later, it, it, it's it's. If we haven't gotten it early enough, like uh, chances are weeks later. I don't know if we're, but I absolutely have. We've taken vehicles after the fact if we've made a positive ID. If the what is this? The signs are back. Just saw them. Any updates? Oh, which sign? We're talking about those signs. Oh, the signs on the side. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, on my wall on the on my left, which is your right, uh, I have some traffic signs that I've been experimenting. I got some cool pins that will actually stick into the uh, soundproofing and hold up these signs. These are not metal signs. These are corrugated plastic signs that are trade show signs. Uh, but we're going to do some changes. We're, 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 I'm looking forward to messing around with the setup here to make it perfect. But we're constantly updating uh, the studio to make it better, to improve the quality of this show. Helicopters will fly anywhere, bro, as long as they are not too close to the buildings. And then Eric continues to say helicopter cameras can zoom in very far, and they will be stable, HD and far zoom. No question. Um, we like helicopters. I don't know what this is in what the context of these statements is. We, we, I love helicopters, but the residents of Toronto didn't like 
the noise. Graham Weatherford says, how much people can go over 100 kilometers? How much? Oh, sorry. How much can people go over 100 kilometers? Nothing. 100 kilometers an hour, if it's the posted limit, is the legal limit. You're not allowed to go one kilometer over, technically. Not legally allowed to speed. Speeding is illegal. One kilometer or 100 kilometers over. All illegal. Now, the concept is, as you go up for every kilometer over the speed limit you go, this, the fine goes up. Now, we do have the lowest cost fines in the country. and I hope they change that. I hope they get them to be super, super heavy. Like, what, what, what is, hang on. Let's do the calculator here. I have a, a calculator built into my Shield Basic. Shield Basic's an app that I subscribe to um, that allows me to look up laws and, and different acts. It's just very handy. So five kilometers over, this is the, the, the 2750 with victim fine surcharge. It's only 1250 for the base, and then the rest is victim fine surcharge. Uh, if we go to 10 over, it's 2250 plus victim fine surcharge brings the fine to 3750 total. If we go to 15 over, we're at 5250. If we go to 20 over, we're at 95. But the offense is the same. It's speeding. So your insurance is impacted the same way, whether it be one kilometer or 30 kilometers. Now, demerit points matter when it comes to losing your license because the ministry tracks them, determines if you need to have some re-education happen or suspension or whatnot. But uh, you're not permitted to go anything over. Can I drive in the HOV lane with my kids in the back seat? Do they count as carpooling? A lot of people ask this question. Kids are human beings. We accept them as, as people. They qualify. It's not about people going to work together. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You know, retired people can, can use the, the uh, uh, carpool lane, but it's, not, it's a high-occupancy vehicle lane. It's not a carpool lane. But absolutely, kids count. Animals don't, even if your kids sometimes act like animals. Uh, let's see here. Chase says, since you can't get a stunt on a frozen lake, maybe next takeover meet should be there. I'm sure they wouldn't realize the ice could crack, just saying. Uh, they, you know what? Doing, <laughs> they like to do burnouts and stuff. I imagine friction causes ice to melt, and we had really, really uh, a mild winter. So, yeah, they could be in the, in the drink if they do that. P people just don't make good decisions, do they? Uh, Jay Craft Boys wants to know what the, how fast he can go on a boat, and the, the answer is there are limits in, in harbors and things. I, I don't know what it is in Barbados where you are. Uh, where can we report reckless drivers? Well, reckless is a U.S. term, so I wonder if you're there, uh, at least in conjunction or in, 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 in relation to traffic events in Ontario. We, we talk, it as, uh, talk about careless driving. That's the charge, whereas in the United States, they have a charge for reckless driving. So I don't know where you can do it if you're in the States. If you're in Canada, you can make reports about individual drivers or a location where drivers congregate, where there's a major problem. Uh, so neighborhood complaints or individual vehicle complaints can be done on our website, tps.ca forward slash. Uh, actually, no, it's changed. Go to tps.ca and you can go and do that. But you know what you can do at tps.ca? You can go to tps.ca forward slash careers if you are interested in becoming a member of the Toronto Police Service. That is where all the good information is kept. And I know that's not at all what you're asking about, but boy, oh boy, I'm taking the opportunity uh, to show you the webpage. I'll even put up the uh, the caption that tells you where the website is because, you know, I thought I clicked that already. Anyway, uh, Aaron Urquhart right there in the middle, smiling. Apparently she's happy to be in this photo. I don't know if I would be happy to be in this photo. Uh, not that it's a bad photo. It's, it's fine. It's good. Okay, if you want to be a police constable, there's all the information there.
But you know what? It's not just police officers. We have special constables who work in courts and support police officers at divisions, uh, doing booking as well as uh, working in divisions, doing other sorts of things. Park enforcement officers uh, who uh, keep our city moving and don't get the recognition that they deserve. Communications operators, the folks who answer 911 calls and dispatch police officers, they do amazing work. And we couldn't do what we do without them. Uh, If you'd like to work in that environment, I know they've had a posting up for some time. Uh, Auxiliary officers are the fine folks who volunteer their time to support the community. They are literally volunteering. They're not getting paid. Uh, Checkerheads, of which I used to be one, uh, go out and assist police officers in so many ways. It's super valuable. And if you are interested in being a member of our program or in a program with another police service, uh, reach out. Find out if they have a program if they're hiring. We do a couple of intakes a year. Uh, Of course, there are civilian uh, civilian roles, and I like talking about those. Uh, oh, there's another posting. Let's see. Uh, this is uh, EI and HR training specialist specific to Indigenous. Uh, that's the new posting. I don't think I've seen that before. Developer for the digital team, intermediate technical analyst, radio infrastructure, workplace investigator in equity, inclusion, and human rights, advisor in Indigenous engagement. Uh, then we've got Yippee and communications operator. So if you're interested in any one of those positions, please feel free to check out the website and apply when ready. Um uh, but apply before they take the posting down because they don't stay up forever. All right, let's get back into some chat stuff because that's what this is really all about. Liz, picture a center lane used for left turns. If a driver enters the lane where marked and collides with a car that used the lane to pass slow traffic, who is more at fault? Aha. So if you pull out, this is where minds get blown. If you pull out and your movement into that lane was unsafe, you didn't shoulder check, you weren't factoring the fact that they were there, you can still be charged, whether it be um, 100% responsible for the collision or not. Now, the person who was using it to pass traffic could also be charged for improper use of a center lane. But those two things aren't independent, or they are independent in the fact that I can charge you both, and then the insurance companies will determine the, the percentage of fault in the claims because they'll subrogate and you know, charge back and do things. But you can we, we charge people for what they did, and we don't give someone a free pass because one did more damage than the other. We'll charge both. Yeah. Uh, I've charged many a people for traveling, you know, 50 cars in stop traffic, past 50 cars in stop traffic to, to scoot up because all they want to do is make a left. Why shouldn't they be able to do it? That's not the purpose of that lane. It's not a, it's not a driving lane, and people do it all the time, super offenders. It's like Super Avengers, Super Offenders. All right. Michael says, my old young driver's instructor told me to be a cop this morning. I should have more stuff and things for application, but a few years to 30, not too late yet, said this transition into careers careers every show. Said this for transition into careers every show. Listen, we need good people who are interested and people who are traffic-minded. Listen, not everybody wants to be a traffic cop. So not everybody can be a traffic cop. You know, we were specialists. Not everybody, you know, uh, if for those who can't hack it in traffic, they can join the ETF or, you know, the canine unit or the marine unit. But, you know, <laughs> all the people who are part of those specialties are going, what? What? Anyway, for a long, long time, traffic was something that people said, not real policing. And... Those who have never worked in traffic really don't appreciate how specialized and interesting this particular field of policing is. I happen to love it. always have. I started as an auxiliary at traffic services. I was recruited because I had a motorcycle license. They wanted me to come here. I had no idea what traffic was about. I found out. It's the best place to work. 
Uh, Ramoji Wilhelm says, any tips for when I go to my G2 next week? And I do have some tips for you. Here's the thing. You've been driving for 8 to 12 months minimum. That's what the requirements are when you have a G1 before you take your G2. Your G2, if you've had experience and you've had some professional instruction, you're probably prepared to go to the next level. Don't freak out. Nerves are the biggest thing you got to worry about, being scared of failing. If you don't get it, you don't get it, but don't get it all in your head. Get good sleep, stay hydrated, eat beforehand, but not too much. Uh, you know, take care of all that uh, the bathroom stuff before the event so you have nothing to distract you. And then be very verbal about what you're doing, vocal, verbal. So if you're saying, I'm, you know, uh, don't assume they're seeing you turn your head and don't turn your head, your eyes in your eye sockets, turn your whole head to make those shoulder checks because the person who's looking at their, their clipboard is not seeing your eyes move in their sockets. They're looking for your head moving to show shoulder checks. Um, just say, okay, I'm going to be turning here. Vocalize, verbalize, say what you're, what you are doing as you're doing it. And it just helps them out and it avoids you missing out on points that you may deserve that they didn't catch. But yeah, get good sleep, all that jazz. Uh, what is this? I missed mentioning across Ontario for camera processing, so Brampton, Hamilton, etc. Okay, this is for the automated enforcement stuff. Uh, what is this? Michael says, can other good Sergeant Kraft come on camera when he comes back? It was a long time. So uh, for those who don't know who Sergeant Kraft is, uh, he was my boss in the, uh, in the uh, traffic safety programs unit, when I came into the unit, well, actually, that's not true. He was the second boss. Because originally it was Sergeant Moore, who was the media relations officer. And then uh, Sergeant Kraft came in as the media relations officer when I came back after going to headquarters. And it was really Sergeant Kraft that, that put me in a position where I started doing in front of the camera stuff. So thank you. It was totally random, never planned on being in front of the camera. I was the camera guy. I was creating content. I was editing stuff. But I never did anything on camera until he told me to try it. And I did. And the rest is history. Okay. Uh, in bumper-to-bumper traffic, the highway is technically... <laughs> yes, it's not so much... A, okay, the question is, is as opposed to, uh, you know, is in bumper... Tra- boy, oh boy. If you're in bumper-to-bumper traffic, are you tailgating? Uh, no, not really. Tailgating is when you're traveling at speed and you're too close for, uh, for safety. At, at zero to five... You're not tailgating. You're just in stop-and-go traffic. But you should still give yourself room. Uh, talk about planned escape routes. And it's hard in a, uh, in a bumper-to-bumper situation. But you never want to be truly bumper-to-bumper. Bumper-to-bumper is just when no one's moving. Okay. So, Akela says the three-minute cycle time is a little long. We tend to use much shorter ones in the city. I need to know the intersection so I could get a look at the timings and geometry. I'll be emailing Jerry to uh, to say just that uh, after the show. Okay, I'll get the information from uh, John Moore, and then we will pass it back to you, and maybe you can make John's world change. Wouldn't that be uh, an Ask a Traffic Cop miracle? Too bad it's not Christmas. Okay, but I guess it's a belated Christmas present. All right, uh, Michael says, not mass Jerry. Is it metal that is detected by induction loop? I never saw a weigh scale at a traffic light or a drive-through speaker. So when you see that that tar line underneath, it's there's coils uh, or induction loop that's underneath. It's not weight, but it's 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 uh, interference with a magnetic field, is my understanding. Uh, let's see here. 
Don't let her plead guilty. She's going to mess up her insurance so bad. If you were talking about the red light camera, there is it's not against the driver. It's against the owner. It, it's against the plate. There's no points. There's no impact at all. We're talking about automated enforcement cameras. No impact to your driver's license uh, at all. Uh, front desk wants to call me, but I'm not available yet. Uh, do, 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 do. Chase says, I'm currently working for a company that has intersection street design. Most new intersection designs use the autoscope vision, a tiny camera next to the traffic signal that can detect bikes better. I want to know more, Chase. Send me information. I want to know all about this autoscope vision. I've never heard of it. Kiana says, driving beside a van on the 401 and it had snow on top. The wind was blowing the snow, sorry, was blowing the snow onto my windshield and almost made me crash into the car in front of me. Would that be my fault if it crashed? Um, this is where dash cameras are so important. Yes, you were involved in it, would have been involved in a collision. You would have been blinded as a result of the lack of cleaning of the snow from that driver for insecure load. I would make them indirectly involved, if not directly involved, in the collision that was caused. That said, you still have a role to play. I would, uh, you know, your proximity to that vehicle. Uh, if it started blowing, I would try and create some space. I, that would be an interesting investigation. I, I can't give you a, a definitive. I, I, you're, the problem is you would say, well, the snow blew off the top and we'd have no independent witness and you still get charged for your, your thing. That's why I said dash cameras, really, really important. Um, Akela says, what does Akela say? Wait, going back. There's a whole bunch of stuff here. Boom, 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 boom. Can a traffic stop be made on private property, i.e. rolling stop sign in mall parking lot? So, Johnny, the deal is that if I see you do something on public property, sorry, the road, and I stop you because you pulled into a mall parking lot, I'm going to continue that and stop you wherever I find you. The stop signs on private property are not enforceable. But let's say you were doing donuts on the private property, that stunt driving in is enforceable on private property. So it depends on the offense for which you are involved in. LJ says, good morning, Sean. Question, if you had a little fender bender and don't report it because you thought it was just going to be a cheap repair and find out it's not, what do you do? You report it as soon as you become aware of it. Uh, yeah, you, you, know, you still exchange all the information, but as soon as you become aware that you were wrong, go and report it because you're legally obligated to. And, and we're pretty reasonable with that. Like, if it's something that... Here's the thing. If you lost half your car in that collision and you said, I didn't think it was over $5,000 or under two, sorry, over 4,000. What am I talking about? The threshold's 2,000. If I didn't think it was at the threshold of $2,000, but half your car is gone, I'm going to call BS. If you had a scratch to your paint and you thought it was a hundred bucks, but you didn't realize that the scratch to a Mercedes or whatever you're driving is $5,000, that's reasonable. So it all depends. But we're pretty good about taking reports, even if it's after the fact, within reason. Okay. Michael says, I'm a resident that will accept a TPS bird, especially if I can get a ride along. I would have loved to have been up. I've been in a helicopter only once in my life, and it was awesome. Kyle Hawk, uh, is it Kyle? Yeah, he gets to go on a, uh, on a uh, whirly bird all the time because he works for the news. Okay, uh, and I'm only a little bit jealous, but mine's just a really small helicopter. I don't know how I deal with that. I, big helicopters, so cool. I'm watching a guy, I think his name is Heavy D on uh, on social media. He has his own Blackhawk helicopter. He just got certified, like fully cleared as a full. He has his own Blackhawk helicopter. I want a Blackhawk helicopter. Where do you park a Blackhawk helicopter? That's a big helicopter, but that's the kind of helicopter you want, I think. How much is a helicopter like that's worth? How about just the gas in it? 
Like I pay a lot of gas just driving to work. I pay like six hundred bucks a, a month in gas. A helicopter? I mean, I'm <laughs> going to assume it's a lot more. All right, uh, what do we got here? Hawk talk. I got a parking ticket for parking too close to a signalized intersection. I was in a no parking zone. I thought that with a wheelchair pass, I'm allowed. Guess what? I got the same ticket with the same pass. Oh, yes, nine meters. Uh, I even called a friend who has social media <laughs> and asked, hey, can I park in a no parking zone? And, yeah, you got the right pass. You can park there. I didn't know, and I didn't ask her, and I, I just like busting her, her, her chops about the whole uh, fact that I called my parking enforcement friend to say, hey, am I legal? And then I got a $50 ticket. So, yeah, it's not legal. If you're within nine meters of an intersection, it's a ticket, even though you're in a no-stopping, a no-parking zone, and you can park in a no-stopping zone, save and except for the intersection. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Chan says, follow-up question using plastic left lane question. If a driver passes others by using, oh, the right turn only lane, what's the charge or offense? So if people are using the right turn only lane to pass and then jumping back into traffic, you're doing a bunch of things. You're, you're possibly careless driving, possibly stunt driving. If you're driving off uh, the roadway at parts of that, could it, it, like, there's a mess of things. Could it be stunt driving? Possibly, maybe. Uh, you're talking about rapid acceleration, a marked departure from what's supposed to be happening, um, unsafe lane change. Like, there's a ton of charges for, for passing using a right turn lane. Um, that message was to let... Oh, I see. Okay. Rusty Shackelford says, people don't realize traffic cops can get the best busts if they know their rights to search a vehicle. Criminals with illegal things are always getting caught due to stupid stuff like speeding. Yes, criminals drive. It's amazing. Some of them don't drive with licenses because they're criminals. They just do whatever they want. But we catch all sorts of people. I have pulled people over that were wanted, that had warrants, that had drugs in plain view, uh, all sorts of great uh, catches. And uh, like I had someone who drove into a, they were actually involved with a crash after trying to get away from a police car. And then when we searched the vehicle, we found copious amounts of, well, drugs. Funny how that worked. They got arrested for impaired driving, for the drug, like everything under the sun. Good day at the office. Question from Corey, whatever happened to that car that was hanging from the Millwood Bridge over the Don Valley Parkway back in 2018? I saw it on my drive into work, and at the same at the time, police said it was for a movie. I have no idea, because in 2018, uh, I was not under that bridge. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm sure that if it was for a movie, that would be cool. I don't want to know. I'll have to ask some, I'll have to phone a friend. Uh, Akil put a long dad joke in the telegram for this show. Thank you for the heads up. For the telegram, I tried to fix something. I don't know if the telegram link is working. Uh, let me try it here. I may have broken it. Telegram dot traffic up dot ca. Let's see if the if it finally updated the DNS. I might have to try a different link. No, it's not working. I got to fix it. But, uh, we do have a Telegram group, and uh, if uh, Michael, if you want to put the invitation for the Telegram group in the chat, you can. Uh, we'll we'll try and get that fixed for next time. I, I was working on it last time. We talked about this. Uh, let's go into the Telegram group and see what was sent. Telegram. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Twenty six messages I missed. Holy smokes! That is a that is not a dad joke. That is a super long joke. I'll read that after the show. That's way too that's too much of an investment, but I'll, I'm sure I'll appreciate it later. Miranda Bill Bell. Miranda Bell says, "Is there any way that someone else in Ontario can have the same plate as me?" Police pulled me over, then claimed 
this someone in Scarborough has the same plate as me. How did that, How is that possible? Did he lie? So it's possible that someone had a fake plate. Uh, someone, it's possible that someone, no, no one can have the same plate. You only have one, but it could be one had, like one has an L and you have a one. Like it could be similar, but not the same. Uh, and they may have done some, you know, they may have entered it incorrectly because it looked the same at a distance, but you can't have two people with the same plate. I, I can't imagine a scenario where that would happen because when they ran your plate, it should come back to you. And if it didn't, there's a problem. Okay. But uh, I'd love to know more about that. Like if I ran your plate, if you sent me your plate and I could figure out why that came up like that. Kenny, don't send it to me here, by the way, on the thing. If you want to send it to me offline, you can email it to me. Uh, Kenny says, if there's ice buildup on top of a truck bed, are truck drivers responsible to remove it? They're, they're absolutely responsible. There are, there's equipment available if people choose to spend money uh, to de-ice trucks, and, uh, but they're totally responsible. Uh, if, if things go flying off their truck, sheets of ice taking out windshields and causing collisions, they're absolutely responsible. Okay. Oh, then Miranda has the same thing. Okay. Is there a fine for driving too slow? Yeah, driving, un- unnecessary slow driving is absolutely an offense, $110, yes. And Chase says, so EPA and HGA got merged in 2020. Thank you for the reminder, because I said I wanted to talk about it, Then here I am, I want to talk about it. Uh, I'm going to pull up an offense under the HTA rev- uh, dealing with emissions, because now it's a blanket statement or blanket charge. It's $615. Cause or permit operation, that's commercial motor vehicle, hang on. Tamper with motor vehicle emissions. This is interesting because that's, it covers everything. If burble, if you cover the, the mixture, uh, if, you, if you're causing gas to spill out all over the street, I mean, this has the potential of covering all the things that I'd like to lay charges for. So cool. That's all Chase's fault. <laughs> No, I, I appreciate that they've changed the wording to be more inclusive. It's all about inclusivity. So no person shall drive or cause or permit to be driven on a highway, a motor vehicle that does not comply with the regulation respecting emissions. Tampering. No person shall tamper or cause or permit a person to tamper by removing, bypassing, defeating, or rendering uh, inoperative all or part of a motor vehicle's emissions control system or by modifying a motor ve- uh, a, sorry modifying a motor or motor vehicle in any way that results in increased emissions from the level to which it was originally designed or certified by the manufacturer of the motor vehicle that's that's pretty inclusive like that covers everything if you take it from stock and you change it and it's now doing anything other than what it was designed to do $615 starting point Sale of tampering devices. No person shall sell or offer to sale, blah, 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 same thing. Offense, emissions, contravention. Every person who contravenes subsection 1 or a regulation referred to in it, in it is guilty of an offense on conviction is liable for a fine of 300 to $1,000 for non-commercial. But check this out. If the vehicle is a commercial motor vehicle, to a fine not less than 400 not more than $20,000. figure out which button I wanted to press. That's serious, 20 grand. Uh, Corey has got to go back to work. Says thanks for everything. Uh, 
Miranda Bell says, I was pulled over because the owner's license is suspended. He tried to get me for DUI and let me go. I was not under the influence. He said he has the same plate, name, birth date, how. I would go to the ministry and find out what the story is. Akela Dracona says, Al Capone was arrested and convicted for tax evasion, not the other crimes he committed. Yes, that's, that's very true. And uh, I don't know specifically what that context was because I don't remember what we were talking about whenever we wrote that at 1107. Oh. So talking about the uh, signalized intersection, thanks for the answer. Just to follow up the signalized intersection, I was more than nine meters away. The code, where, where are you? Because that's a city, of, it's city of Toronto parking. So uh, Hawk Talk, where are you located? Because maybe uh, it is different. Because you refer to it as code. It makes me think you might be in the States. But I want to know now. All right. Akela says, somebody may have copied the plate. Was it the same model of car? I, I would say, yeah, if it was a copy of a plate, and it, it would have come back still to the proper owner. Uh, they would be the person who copied it if, if it was not their information showing up. But, yeah, car thieves do that. They copy plates, and they're still similar cars. Um, okay. Mar Michael says, ah, Michael can't find the invitation link. I'll, fi I'll try and figure this out. What I had before by going to telegram trafficop.ca was a link to the group, and then it went into the chat. I'll figure it out. Okay. And Miranda, you're very welcome. Okay, I think we're up to date. We're done. We're over. We're finished. I'm going to, uh, oh, oh, Toronto Municipal Code. It's so weird. Okay. Uh, Hawk Talk, you are in Toronto, and you are referencing things, and I it was a uh, red herring. I didn't uh, think that it was code, but you're right. It's the Municipal Code. Okay. We'll have to look into that. Can you do me a favor? Can you go to uh, trafficop.ca? There's a submission form there. Send me your information. I want to talk to uh, the magical people of parking, and then I can look into it. Because if you're more than 9 meters, I was under the impression it was 9 meters. I got a $50 fine, and I paid it, but uh, uh, I was definitely too close. I was, I was like, on it. And I, have, and I have an accessible permit, too. So same deal. Okay. Uh, boom. Just having a quick look at the chat here, because I, I know that... Uh, JD is probably, it's after 11 o'clock, so I'm on my own here. Uh, usually after 11, he has to go do other stuff. Uh, Jeff C., what YouTube has to do with TikTok? We are simulcasting. We're on TikTok. And I'll put it on screen for your benefit. We are, we simulcast to all of these places at the same time. Simulcast, simultaneously casting. So we have questions that come in from all of these platforms. But today, it's broken. Yeah, see, Cool Shrimp says multi-screams. Multi uh, and generally speaking, I don't only answer uh, YouTube. Um, it's whatever's working. But unfortunately, the automatic integration is not working today. So there you go. The TikTok q and I, I miss it so much. It, it, we went through, when we started doing this, TikTok was not allowing any questions to come up. But also, we don't use the live stream. We don't use the app on the phone for anything. We can't, because of the government issues and uh, concerns of uh, security, we stopped using the app. So we do this through an RTMP stream, which is kind of better. Uh, gives us the widescreen. Before, when I had multiple people on the camera, you only saw me. And now you can see all sorts of stuff. So a lot, a lot of potential for doing cool stuff. But, yeah. Um, hmm. 
Jeff C says, can you please answer me? I don't know how to switch. I am not tech savvy. If you ever want to come over to the YouTube, youtube.trafficcop.ca, take us to our channel. Uh, you know, we have 600, how many do we have right now? We have a ton of, uh, of followers on uh, on TikTok, over 640,000. We have, we're just approaching 3,000 on YouTube. Totally different uh, uh, way of playing there. But uh, we're growing everywhere. So if you want to follow us, trafficcop.ca for all of our stuff. And you can even ask us questions in the submission form that goes to me by email. And I'm happy to help. All right. Uh, Saeed says, I'm your big fan. If one day we could meet, uh, you could please take a picture with me. Absolutely. Uh, I take pictures with people whenever I get, you know, uh, caught out in the wild. I, I've met a lot of people from this show that watch the show. Uh, and Instagram is our friend. We take pictures, we post them, you take pictures. Happy to do that. I'll be at the auto show if all goes well uh, for, I think, the entire run. I'll be doing the live stream from the auto show. So that's uh, that's cool. Looking forward to that. Anyway, uh, let's do some dad jokes because that's the one thing that I've not talked about. Website, again, is trafficcop.ca. One last question before we go. Sinostro, Sinstro, 21, says, if you get a reoccurring HTA that leads to a 90-day suspension and appeal one, if you get a third one, is that still a 90-day suspension on a driver's license cancellation? The, the suspension, if you're talking about the escalating measures for, are you, are you talking about escalating measures for, uh, for young, young and novice drivers? Because that's going to be convictions only. So if you don't, oh, the, you say appeal. So once the conviction is registered, the MTO is going to issue the suspension. It, it's separate things. You can appeal one. I don't know how they do repealing or, or pulling back anything. So it's a question for the courts. I don't, I don't know how it's going to be handled. You're giving me a good question. Uh, how do you feel about no chase, especially with careless drivers? We, we don't have a no chase. We calculate whether or not what we're doing, putting the risk of all other people on the road uh, because of someone who, who did something minor, Maybe we'll just take the information and meet them at their house and arrest them there. Uh, car chases put the community at risk, and even the the, the dumb dumb who's running from the police. Um, can veterans park for free in Toronto like they can in Hamilton and Niagara Falls if you park on the street? Not all the time, only during certain days, and it's announced on the website and the media all the time. So not every day. You still have to pay. Uh, accessible permits can park in no parking for free, but not veteran plates unless it's like specific, like on Veterans Day they do free parking. Okay, Josh, Josh says, uh, so I lived in Trenton two or so hours north in Griffith. Uh, we were allowed to use four-wheelers legally on the roads with plates and had to reach certain speed. Is it more of a municipal? It is controlled by municipal law. Uh, we do not allow them in Toronto, and most municipalities don't, but certain ones do. And then, of course, it follows all the rules. You have to have plates, license, insurance, uh, maximum speeds that you're permitted to go on certain roads. And, uh, yeah, go to your local... Your, your local government. And Ronan wants to know if it's true that motorcycles can park in the city for free where cars would regularly park. On pain display street parking, motorcycles can park for free. All right. So first we have Yogi Berra, quote from Akela's, a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. These, these quotes are hilarious. Uh, yeah. Dad joke. So what if I don't know what apocalypse means? It's not the end of the world. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, we talked about this. Is it illegal to drive without a bumper cover, the plastic part? 
the plastic part may not be part of the, as long as the bumper is functional, it might be okay. Technically, you have to have a bumper. Bumper cover starts getting uh, into the weeds. You know, if, if you have material that reduces the effectiveness of the bumper, it, it could definitely be a problem. I, I would uh, I would have to say that it, I don't have a perfect answer for you. I was waiting for you to ask the question. Brian Max sent me a text during the show he was watching. He says, I have an accessible parking permit question. But then he didn't ask the question. And I didn't say, send me the question. So I just did that now. Okay, we talked about that. Just looking for anything else I missed. All right. Oh, here's another dad joke. Dad joke. What concert costs just 45 cents? <laughs> 50 cent featuring Nickelback. Yeah. Do you think they'd ever perform together? I don't think they would. Anyway. I don't think that uh, Brian stuck around to ask me that question, so we'll have to save it for later unless he uh, asks me soon. Anyway, this is the best song in the world. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch both pedestrians, look out for bikes, and don't drive like a jerk. That no one likes Yellow light, red light, green light, go Driving safely is the way to go Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP Yellow light, red light, green light, go Stop at stop signs, look both ways and go Seat belt, save your life indeed And watch your driving don't speed, yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get freed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Okay, uh, Michael says that emergency services, Canadian Armed Forces, active or retired, should get free parking for their services and asks for you to elect him. I think that's a great idea. Um, I don't know if it'll fly. And every jurisdiction has different rules, so maybe some other places do allow that. Uh, cool Shrimp on TikTok, I just cut and paste the question over here. It says, uh, handicap permits don't work in no parking with time posted, correct? Only standard no parking? Actually, in Toronto... It's any no parking. So even a paying display, you don't have to pay with an accessible permit. And you can pay in no parking zones. Uh, yeah, all that. Oh, and I see I got a submission. Come on. From David. Okay, we'll check it out. And uh, let's see here. Hawk Talk says that song will be on the top download. On I, I got to put it on iTunes. I, I was looking into it once upon a time, and I never followed through. Uh, but I, I do need to make it a downloadable song on iTunes because it deserves to be shared everywhere everywhere it is a special file on the podcast though when it first came out anyway uh i will be back tomorrow i got to go right now so have a wonderful day stay safe drive sober and of course smile because it looks good on you see you when we see you <laughs>